0: Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we bring you stories from real military spouses who have been in your shoes. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that can help you along your military life journey. This episode is brought to you by Caliber Home Loans. Caliber is committed to educating military families about their VA loan benefits and bringing military families home. Get connected with them online by visiting Caliber at CaliberMilitaryLending.com. Now here's Ashley Peoples. All right. Welcome everyone. My name is Ashley Peoples. Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined us today. You are in for a treat because one thing that all military families have in common is we move a lot. It is something that we do all the time. I tried to count up our moves the other day. I got tired and decided that it wasn't worth my effort. So because we move so often and we move all around the country and all around the world, there are some things that you definitely need to know leading into a move to ensure that your family's well taken care of and that you don't make mistakes on the front end, on the back end, anywhere that really could cost you. So we've got our wonderful friend from Caliber Home Loans. Mr. Brian Burgens with us today. Brian, welcome.
1: Thank you for having me. This is great. It's a great topic, near and dear to our hearts. So, uh, look forward to uh, having this conversation.
0: Well, I'm very thankful for you. You know, we have made our own mistakes over time. So I'm hoping that through our mistakes and through the things that you have seen happen, hopefully we can keep people from, from making some of those mistakes on their own. Maybe they can learn from all the ones that we've done. So tell me, like, where are you? Where's your um, Where's your home office? Um, and what's your military affiliation?
1: So I actually live in St. Louis, Well. On the suburbs of St. Louis, so about 20 miles west of the city of St. Louis. Born and raised here, actually. The only time I ever left, uh, only time I ever left Missouri was for active duty in the military. Um, I traded my nice little cozy, 900 square foot house with my mom for a big beach house in Virginia Beach in Sandbridge with five other roommates. So. Uh, I had a great time on active duty. Uh, it was, it was, it was extremely fun. Uh, and then I came back to St. Louis. Well, we, you know, I spent my whole life talking about how I wanted to get away from St. Louis, but then that small town, you know, brings you back. So I still live there today. My uh, corporate office though is in Dallas. So caliber, caliber home loans is, uh, you know, we serve across the nation. We used to have it. A joke that we were the biggest company no one ever heard of, um, but that's kind of now I think the secret's out. But uh, we, you know, we have offices all across the nation. Uh, my corporate office, though, is in Dallas, but I spend most of my time in San Luis.
0: That is perfect. You know, we live in Williamsburg, Virginia, so I definitely can understand the the draw to the beach and the big house. So <laughs> that's fantastic. We just moved onto the river, and I don't think you're ever going to be able to. To get me away from there. I've never used the term forever home right. until this one. Uh, everyone would ask us all the time, so is this your forever home? I was like, I don't know what that is. Stop putting me in a box. <laughs> this one, this one's different. There's something about being near the water that just brings my whole self to peace. That's and it. I'm I'm just not someone that is, I don't, I don't sit down, I don't relax. I'm always going. And when I get to our new home, it's just like, you know what? It doesn't matter that I've got two teenagers that are running over. It doesn't matter that there are boxes all over the place because we just moved <laughs> last Friday. I just look out at the water. So we may, may be dealing with a forever home in the people's house. So... Wow. Let's try to let's try to get these listeners, maybe not to their forever home, but maybe to their right now home for this PCS. So we've got people that are looking that maybe they've got orders in hand, they are ready to go. What are some key factors that they should be thinking about in preparation for moving?
1: So uh, one of the things that uh, I think uh, that folks need to understand, or to start prepping themselves. So the good news about being in the military is that you know that you're moving, right? You know, it's happening. You know, you might have a six to 12 month window, you know, typically it's somewhere in that range, but you know, it's going to happen. Um, and so what we try to do is encourage folks to do what we call a forensic analysis of their own finances. Right. So, uh you gotta, you gotta take in it. You gotta take, you got and analyze what your current financial situation is, because uh, that helps, right? So, just because you have what's called basic allowance for housing, which everybody listening to this knows, right? It's that stipend that you get every month from Uncle Sam that allows you to rent or buy. Um, but just because it's, let's just say, a substantial amount of money, doesn't mean that you can actually afford to buy a house at that level because of your other obligations and debts, right? right. So it's a good, healthy habit to sit down, go through all your finances, your liabilities, all, of, all the expenses that you have going in, coming out, you know, all that good stuff, and really understanding what you can afford uh, so you're not house poor or when you move to the next market, because nobody wants to walk into a new place and then wonder how they're going to make their payment.
0: Absolutely. So when you're coaching people through this and their forensic analysis, do you recommend that they try to get their utilities and everything within their BAH? Or is that something that is, I don't know, is that per family? Is that per situation? Well,
1: you know, BAH is, utilities and everything lumped in, right? So, I mean, you know, it just depends because this is where it gets, this is where the gray area kicks in. So, it is not a secret that military spouse unemployment rate is extremely high. right? And it's extremely high because of the fact that people have to relocate every three, four, five years, right? So, If your situation is that your spouse has an employer that allows them to be remote than virtual, which might be the case for who knows how long now with COVID, right? But if you have a spouse, that's not going to lose employment and they're going to keep employment no matter where you go, because that's the employer they work for. Well, then your situation is a little different when you roll in you might say, you know what, we can just go up to BAH for our house and then we'll pay utilities because we can afford to do that because we have two incomes. But if you're on the other end of that where you're relocating to another duty station and your spouse is gonna have to find a new job and we know that could take six to 12 months and might not even happen, then you probably need to keep everything under BAH, okay?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And the reason I wanted to cover that is because as a very young spouse at one point, we looked at our BAH and we absolutely made sure that the house that we were moving into was right at that limit. We were so excited. Like you said, you moved from your parents' house into this awesome house in Virginia Beach. We were doing the same thing. And we were so excited to be grownups and have grown up paychecks that we did put ourselves into a position to where, we were house poor, you know, we love to travel. It's what we love to do. It's our passion. But if you end up overextending yourself on your home, it can take away from the the money that you would normally set aside for those passions. Yep. So when you're talking about affordability, are there any tips and tricks there when you're, you're going through that for someone?
1: Well, here's, here's what I would say, because the rent versus buy, you know, scenario comes up for everybody whenever you move, right? Like, it, absolutely. You got to go, okay, um, if I am PCSing from San Diego to Jacksonville, Florida, and my family and my spouse's family are all West Coast people, the reality is moving to Jacksonville, if if it costs more to buy than it costs more to rent, I'm probably going to rent because that's not going to, I probably have no long-term Uh, commitment to Jacksonville. This is just a pit stop along the 20 year track of, you know, the race of the military. But if I'm going from, you know, Jacksonville, Florida to somewhere where, you know, it was one of our top, you know, on my dream sheet, and it's where my wife's from, or where I got family. And, you know, then I'm going into it thinking, hey, you know, let's, figure out a spot that we might be able to lay roots here. So I want to get good schools, safety, uh, you know, stay within a reasonable commute to the base and just kind of highlight that way and then see what it looks like from a rent versus buy perspective. Because then if, if buying makes more sense, you know, then you'll do it because right now in the market that we're in, inventories are low no matter where you go. Uh, So it doesn't take long to sell a house. And typically you can sell it for more than you paid. So now with that being in the consideration, if you're going to a great market, you're like, well, why am I going to waste my money renting when we're going to be here for four or five years? And I can, we can buy here. If we decide to stay, we rent it. If we decide to move, we sell it and we can make six or 7% on it. So that's the kind of stuff you got to really look at. And it's tough because if you don't have good people in your corner, your internal board of directors, like your realtor, your mortgage lender, and folks that you can ask these questions who are trusted advisors, yeah. you, know, you, you might make a bad decision.
0: I love that you brought up the trusted advisors because the truth is everyone's like, oh, well, I love my Uncle Jimmy who, yeah. you know, I'm from Alabama, so I can say <laughs> this, but my Uncle Jimmy who owns a trailer in Alabama and He's had forever and he rents out another couple. You probably don't want to call Uncle Jimmy from Alabama if you're going to be PCSing to San Diego. So absolutely, I wanted to highlight the fact of just underscore the fact, I guess I would say, of trusting those advisors and the, the wisdom that you have around you. So let's talk about let's a, maybe a catastrophic mistake. It's something that you and I had spoke about earlier. If someone is moving and they get themselves into a bad position, they just make a mistake and get into a bad position. Let's talk about, How important it is to make those good decisions because a catastrophic decision, being a military family, uh, that could be that could be something that could hurt them well down the line. It could actually hurt the job that they have. So could you speak to that for just a second?
1: Yeah. So uh, when I'm not moonlighting as a mortgage professional, um, I still serve in the Navy Reserves. And so I've been in the Navy for a long, long time. Uh, don't like the baby face fool you. Uh, and so one of the things that we consistently push on our sailors all the time, um, especially the folks who work for me, is that financial management needs to be a top priority, right? And not just from the standpoint of making sure you have enough money coming in versus money going out, but paying your bills on time and keeping good credit. Um, so when we say making a bad financial mistake with a home, this is not not like a bad sweater that you bought at Macy's where you can just take it back. Okay. Once you buy a house, you're locked in for 30 years or whatever, but then you have to go through the whole process of selling it. Right. So it's not like you can just turn the keys back over uh, and do it. So if you've made a a catastrophic financial mistake by pushing yourself to the limit because you have people in your corner that don't have your best interest in mind, right? And have pushed you to your affordability max and you move into a home and you are now house broke, okay? And then God forbid your spouse loses their employment, right? Which could happen to anybody, uh, especially given this current situation. Now you can't make your mortgage payment. Now you go 30, 60, 90 days behind potentially a foreclosure. Okay, Well, we all know post 9-11, everybody has to have a clearance. Everybody has to have a clearance in the military and they're constantly doing uh, investigations on backgrounds and background checks. And credit obviously is a huge factor in the ability to maintain a security clearance. So if you've got a foreclosure or if you filed bankruptcy or whatever, there's a good chance that you might not be able to maintain a secret clearance. And and there's a lot of people out there at click, you know, that carry TSIs for top secret clearances. And I know for a fact that if you have a blemish on your credit report for a TSI, unless you're some you know special warfare person, you know, uh, that you're probably not going to be able to maintain that. And so if you can't maintain the clearance, for your job, then the Navy or any other branch, what what good are you telling Uncle Sam at that point? And then most likely you're not going to be able to, allowed to re-enlist. So there is a horrific, catastrophic consequence to making a bad decision
0: here. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you're sharing that with our audience because I do think that it's really easy, especially from the spouse perspective. That's the only perspective that I can speak from. You know, we get these orders in hand and we're like, oh, we are moving to San Diego. You know, it's not, you know, I don't think anybody gets orders to mine, not North Dakota. And they're like, yes, I can't wait to go buy a house there, but you get these amazing orders. Then you've got stars in your eyes and hearts in your eyes. And you're just so excited to get there and own property there, own your own piece of San Diego. And you can kind of get carried away with yourself. And you don't realize that it's a much bigger decision if you make a bad decision than it is if you make a good decision. So um, I'm very thankful that you've shared that with everyone. I believe that the people listening, hopefully they'll understand that it's just a much bigger deal. It's a much bigger decision that they need to make and they're not listening to their crazy Uncle Jimmy in Alabama. So now,
1: one thing too, to not uh, cut you off, sorry. Uh, one One thing to keep in mind is you know, you want to surround yourself with folks that uh, can help, you know, guide you into a good decision, right? So, you know, that aren't going to just tell you what you want to hear. Because we've spent, I, I mean, I can tell you, I've told people, just I've, I've had to tell people it's not the right time for you more than, you know, I really want to, right? Because people are excited to buy a house, especially first time home buyers. And, you know, the dream of home ownership is something that everybody, you know, wants to be able to obtain. Right. So it's hard. To, you feel bad telling people it's not the right time, but you got to be willing to say it's not the right time.
0: Yeah. And the I would say that the, the companies out there or the people out there that are not willing to tell someone that they don't have their best interest at heart. So if someone wants to get in touch with you at Caliber Home Loans, um, maybe they want to seek your wisdom. They want to see if this is the right time to buy. How can they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah, So we have a whole team that's uh, dedicated to assisting folks through this process, fact-finding process. Right. So they don't have to worry about talking to, you know, loan officers or anything. The team that we have established as a resource is made up of military spouses, veterans reservists etc um that can help somebody and walk them through this process if they want uh we're here to help so the great news is if uh, they just want to use us is to keep people honest i'm more than happy to walk somebody through the process and really we kept it really easy it's military at caliberhomeloans.com
0: yeah that is easy i like that
1: <laughs> military at caliberhomeloans.com so
0: great. perfect so is there anything else, any final thoughts, any closing thoughts? If you had a, I don't know, if you had a grown-up child or a brother or anyone in your family that's going to be PCSing soon and they're looking to buy a home or they're looking to rent a home, is there any final thoughts, anything that you would like to share with them or leave them with?
1: Yeah. You know, I would say, uh, create your, well, and there's a lot of home buyer checklists out there. I yeah. know, uh, You know, Mill Housing has a great one because we helped them put it together, Uh, uh, but it is a really good one. Um, And you need to understand what it's going to take from an administrative perspective to help your lender or realtor along, right? So, giving an example, certificates of eligibility are important because you can't have a VA transaction, which you're entitled to, or you've earned as an active duty military member without it. And so it's very important that you provide all the information that you have to in order for that lender um, or yourself to obtain that, because without that, you have nothing. Um, Number two, uh, statements of service. So we see it a lot where, That ends up being a big hang up or pitfall or a booby trap uh, for the process. So understand that statements of service are required, even though you're on active duty and you will have to get someone in your command, typically the administrative person, uh, to type up a statement of service. It's really easy. It doesn't require a lot of effort, but it's one of those little things that always ends up derailing the train for someone that's uh, making a purchase. So those are the two things that I would say, make sure you understand both of those and that you have uh, you know, cover on both of those and help your lender and your realtor along.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for being with us today. We sure appreciate your wisdom. I know that people, if they're watching on YouTube, they're going to love seeing your sweet face. (laughs) And if you're listening on the podcast, make sure that you subscribe. We're going to be talking to Brian more. I actually just asked him earlier if maybe we could meet his wife. Uh, She is a reserve spouse, just like I am. So um, I think there's a whole new world out there um, that we can explore from a reserve side of things. Uh, To maybe open up the eyes of the active duty community, but also lend some support and resources to the vast community of reservists that we have out there. So it's a little art of promotion for you guys to make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. But Brian, thanks for being with us today. And if you guys need to reach out to any of us, please don't hesitate. We would love to be a part of your circle of trusted advisors. So thank you so much. Bye-bye.